From toilet paper to hand sanitizer, the pandemic has led to shortages worldwide. One shortage uniquely American? Ketchup packets. But that's not the case for Heinz Canada. They invested in new facilities. So where is all the ketchup south of the border? sales were up 15% last year, even as restaurants were forced to close down. Folks were eating their burger and fries at home. 70% of the ketchup market is controlled by Heinz America. But as COVID restrictions are coming down, they face a big little problem. Visitors to the reopened Coney Island, home of the original Nathan's Hot Dog, won't be happy. Unless, of course, they eat their dogs like true New Yorkers with ketchup. Heinz promised to increase production to meet the need 12 billion packets a year. That's an ocean of ketchup. Small things, like a lost coin, can mean everything. Christ went to the depths to solve our problem. His grace is big enough for us. Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is Wednesday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series called Heaven on Earth. A smiling face, a fireplace, a cozy room A little nest that's nestled where the roses bloom Just Molly and me, and baby makes three We're happy and my blue heaven Can you believe that song? It's almost 100 years old. Written in 1924. Recorded in 1927 by Gene Austin. A song about love and home and family. My Blue Heaven. Sings to many of our natural desires for peace and safety. A smiling face. A cozy room. A little nest nestled where the roses bloom. But can we find heaven on earth? Sure, there are moments of bliss. Moments of contentment. But eventually, our little heaven on earth is shaken by the fact that this world has fallen. Things fall apart. But instead of trying to make heaven on earth, we can actually make earth better by looking forward to heaven with Jesus Christ. In a moment, we're going to think about those words inspired by the Holy Spirit to set our minds on the things above. What does that mean? And how can it help us live better today, even as we look forward to tomorrow and eternity to come? Well, back on the program today to help us answer these questions is my friend Elise Fitzpatrick. When we were talking a few days ago, I asked Elise to share with us some of the joys that await followers of Christ in the new world to come. Heaven will be filled with worship, but we won't have to we won't have to schedule worship times, which is what we do now. We have to schedule worship now, but we won't have to schedule it then. Let's say that You and I and our spouses were sitting around on the grass by the Crystal River, and we're talking about Jesus (laughs) and talking about what he's done for us. See, that'll be worship. And then let's say that the Lord himself walks up (laughs) and we say, oh, Lord, we were just talking about you. And he says, I brought lunch. And we sit down and eat together. And that all of that, everything that's going on there, that's all going to be worship, you see. It's it's like we have to schedule worship times now, but there everything will be worship. And it will be, it'll be so glorious. So maybe 
Maybe I'll take a trip up to some nebula. I don't know how I'm going to get there. Am I going to just fly there? I don't know. Doesn't matter. But I'm going to go look at something. I'm going to see the beauty of the na- of nature, of creation that God has made and then remade. And I'm going to look at it and I'm going to say, oh, God, you are so great. That, that's worship. And it's going to go on nonstop all the time. Elise Fitzpatrick will be back with us again in a moment. Then after the program, I want to send you a copy of her book called Home, How Heaven and the New Earth Satisfy Our Deepest Longings. This book will help you see as well as feel what the Bible really teaches about heaven and the afterlife. As you just heard, Elise is a gifted communicator who helps us better understand that heaven will not be a boring place with only clouds to visit, but rather it is the most alive and stunning reality we will ever experience. And I know that reading this book will thrill your heart and fill you with much joy. Call us after the program. Make your gift to the ministry, but ask for a copy of Home by Elise Fitzpatrick. Our number to call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN, or visit us at haventoday.org. You can make your gift when you're there and also get the book and our website, haventoday.org. And just before we hear our first song, we still have the Risen DVD for your gift to the ministry. What will a Roman soldier do when he sees the man he crucified alive once again? It is inspiring. It's also entertaining. A film for believers as well as skeptics. I highly recommend Risen for you to enjoy and open the doors for discussion about our risen Lord. And now let's start with a song produced by the worship team at a church in Southern California. A song by Saddleback Worship. You have always been so close to me Hope in the middle of my suffering You've cried the tears I've cried You felt all my pain This fight I've put up doesn't scare you away Close, you have always been so close to me Your presence is my Turn my morning into dance Your hands are strong enough to carry this way Your heart is big enough to give me the strength Peace that's beyond my present circumstance
A song with the same title as our series this week, Heaven on Earth from Saddleback Worship here on A Haven Today. And I'm Charles Morris. Jesus said he would never leave us. He sent us the Holy Spirit to help us, to minister to us here living in a fallen world. And it's through the third person of the Trinity that we set our eyes on heaven and the new world to come. But I wonder if you've heard this expression, don't be so heavenly minded that you're of no earthly good. It sounds right at first, but only if heaven is what we've seen in children's storybooks and old Bible paintings. If it's all clouds and harps and baby angels, then sure, maybe we should set our minds on other things. But that's not how Scripture describes the afterlife. And in fact, it commands us to do just the opposite. And I'm totally convinced that when we start to see what the Bible really says about our heavenly home, it'll bring change to us. It'll help us live faithfully while we remain here in our earthly homes. The gift of our Lord Jesus isn't just something we'll enjoy someday in the future. He is present for us now by his Spirit. And when we experience his presence, we have nothing less than heaven on earth. What else can you turn to? Where else can you turn when everything in this life tells you to give up hope? I can barely turn on the news without feeling the weight of sin and misery in this world. So many of us feel like we're at the end of our ropes, downcast and even depressed. The good news is that Jesus doesn't leave us here alone. His word does not ignore our darkest feelings. His word shows us how to lift our hearts to the Lord, to experience real encouragement and find real rest in him. That's what Paul instructs us to do in his wonderful little letter to the Colossians. Here's how he puts it. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Colossians 3, 1 through 4. When you feel down, you have to look up. That's the main point Paul is getting across in this passage. But we don't do it by our own strength. Finding encouragement in Christ becomes more and more natural to us when we realize the truth about ourselves, not dead in sin, but united to the risen Messiah. And if he is risen, then you are risen as well. His death has caused you to die to the power of sin. His resurrection has brought you to life, and his ascension to the heavenly throne has raised you up. That's exactly what Colossians 3 says. Your life is now hidden with Christ in God. I don't know about you, but that's the encouragement I need to hear right now. You and I remain here on earth. Our bodies are good, but they're breaking down, slowly but surely, sometimes painfully but our inner selves are being renewed day by day because our lives are hidden with Jesus. He's at the right hand of the Father in glory right now. He's there preparing a place for us. His kingdom is filled with joy and power. And because of him, we get to experience that joy and power even today. Our lives are hidden with him on high. Now that's the problem with our perspective. 
Since Christ is already in heaven, our life in him is hidden from our eyes. Every day we're tempted to think that God has abandoned his world, to think that he's even abandoned us. What we see all around us can so powerfully control even our emotions. And often the world looks like it might triumph over the promises of God. Do you see why Paul's instruction is so important to us now? He knows that temptation. And so he said, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above and not on earthly things. He mentions both our hearts and our minds and tells us to lift both up to Christ. That's just Paul's way of saying that we have to lift our whole selves to God, come into his presence and offer ourselves fully to him. Because what we see when we lift ourselves to Jesus is different than what we see down here. When we see the risen Christ, victorious over all the power of hell and sin, we see him seated on the throne, which means he's finished the work of salvation for his people. We see him at the right hand of his Father, which means he has all power, authority, and honor. Nothing can encourage us like this. He's our all-sufficient Lord, and he draws near to us when we draw near to him. And so I guess the old saying doesn't hold up. Don't be so heavenly-minded that you're of no earthly good. That can only be true if our version of heaven is off base. No, the Bible shows us clearly that heaven is filled with power and life. It's where our Savior is, and when he calls us home, it's where we will be too. But by faith, we're there even now, and that changes everything. The things of our earthly lives suddenly come into focus. Our enemies don't seem so scary when Christ is crowned with all power and authority. Even the mundane things of life, the everyday grind, gets a makeover. That's exactly what Elise Fitzpatrick shows us in her book. And I asked her about that when we spoke recently. I think that having a correct view of the afterlife as a place of great joy and beauty and delight is like this. Let's assume that you've just been given a job to be a trash collector in New York City for a year. Okay? Doesn't sound like very much fun. But let's say that you've been told that at the end of that year, you're going to get $5 million. So every day when you go and pick up filthy, stinky trash, you go pick it up, you say to yourself, yeah, this is, this is hard right now, but in X number of days, I'm going to get $5 million. And so I can keep doing it, right? Knowing and having, a, and having a, a, as much as we can an understanding of how great heaven's going to be, having that will fire our obedience now. It will spur us on to obedience. It will motivate us to keep going, even when it's really difficult. See, I'm not going to keep going even when it's really difficult, just because I think, you know, I got to keep on going. It's because I know that something's coming. And so maybe right now I'm the trash collector and it doesn't feel like a really great thing, but I also know that something really wonderful is coming at me. And so I can keep going. I love how Elise Fitzpatrick puts it. I think I can keep going. 
That's where our hearts have to settle every day. Not in our own strength. Not at all. We're not little train engines saying, I think I can, I think I can, over and over. We have something better than gritting our teeth and just getting through. We have a Savior who pours out his power from heaven on us now. Not just later, but in the now. All our callings in this life are transformed when we grasp this amazing truth. C.S. Lewis, I quote him all the time. He wrote the Chronicles of Narnia and a host of books on the Christian life. I think he may have said it best. In his book, Mere Christianity, he said, If you read history, you will find that the Christians who did most for the present world were just those who thought most of the next. That's very true. Set your minds on things above. That means open God's word and meditate on Christ. He's in heaven now, living and reigning and praying for you. And just because he's there doesn't mean he's far away. He draws near to his people. He promises us abundant life, even when life gets us down. And one day, he will remake this whole world into the new heavens and the new earth. Our callings will be joyful. Our work will be satisfying. And even our rest will be eternal. But until that day finally comes, set your mind and set your heart on the things above. Where Christ is, your life is hidden safely in Him. Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me.
Shane and Shane, before the throne of God above here on A Haven Today, and a program called Heaven on Earth. I'm Charles Morris. Our world has fallen. Too often we feel adrift, even homeless. There's a longing for something more, something that makes us feel like we belong. This longing is no small thing to be brushed off and forgotten. It's a guidepost letting us know we were made for another world. Earth is not our home, but it is close. What we long for is the new earth, the place where God is preparing for our eternity with him. And that's why I want you to read Elise Fitzpatrick's book called Home, How Heaven and the New Earth Satisfy Our Deepest Longings. Elise explores heaven in the afterlife, demonstrating that our final destination is not some dull, featureless space in the clouds, angels strumming on harps, but it's a perfect earth. It's a real and physical place where we will explore with real bodies, resurrected bodies, a place of beauty and wonder, free of death and decay then, and full of true worship. This book will give you great encouragement and hope as we yearn for Christ and the new world that he will one day remake. Why don't you call us right now? Would you make a gift to the ministry? But would you also ask for your copy of Home by Elise Fitzpatrick? Our number to call is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit us at haventoday.org. Our website, one more time, is haventoday.org. And as we have to go now, the time is up. We still have DVD copies of the feature film Risen, a faith-inspiring film about a Roman soldier on a mission to discover whether Jesus rose from the dead or not. It's a must-watch for you and your soul. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. There are times in everyone's life when we feel absolutely ignored, utterly abandoned, actually. We cry out to the Lord for help, and it seems like He doesn't listen. We ask with David in Psalm 13, How long, O Lord, will you forget me? Look on me and answer. Our desperations only increase the longer it feels the Lord has been absent. It even feels like the enemy won. Our victory has slipped from his hand. But even then, in our darkest days, the Lord listens. David goes on in 13.5, I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. The best response, praise. Sing to the Lord and watch the dark of doubt fly away. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional visit getanchor.com.